Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Professor Hartmut Winkler, the professor at the University of Johannesburg's Department of Physics, Astrophysics, Solar Energy and Energy Supply. Professor, very good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. And I sincerely hope I got all those designations correct. Uh, yes, yes, you did. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks very much again for joining us. Professor, okay, so we're looking at this uh, energy crisis, this energy problem we have to contend with now, uh, looking for renewable energies and other sources of energies which we need to source as soon as possible to at least alleviate uh, these frustrations that we live through in this day and age. But we also have to consider any environmental problems, issues directly related to energy production and consumption, leading to, for example, air pollution, thermal pollution, based on climate change and other contributing environmental factors. So, my first question to you, what or where should South Africa be looking to now so as to overcome these challenges? Yeah, I, I think what one needs to realize, despite uh, many people being around claiming to have quick fixes, is that I don't believe that there is any quick fix. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to be in this uh, situation where there's going to be a, a shortage of electricity for quite some time still, and that's essentially because the old power stations, just like old cars and old trucks, eventually they just break down uh, more than uh, than, uh, than it's feasible to, to repair them. Right. And uh, that's the kind of situation we're in now. So mm-hmm. every now and then these will just break down and then they get fixed. And it, it, it just it ends up costing too much in the end. So trying to fix the old plants uh, is... Yes, well, maybe that's the only thing one can do in the short term, but that's not really a long-term solution. It's an expensive solution, and it, it, it can take time. Like the major breakdown we're having at the moment is at the Kutsila power station, right. where this, uh, this uh, chimney essentially collapsed that was supposed to um, uh, purify the, uh, the smoke that's coming out of there. And uh, wow. that's something which is, it, it, I don't know if people have driven past there, but it's a huge plant. That's not something you can just send in some guys and you get it fixed in a week or so. This is something that I expect will take a, a year or so. And uh, so, and similar with some of the other plants. So I'm afraid for the next year there's very little uh, uh, relief coming. Uh, what is likely to help us in the medium term, and by that medium term I mean right. two to five years, it's more uh, solar and wind plants coming online. Okay. But then again, it's not that many that are, that are being planned at the moment. So it's, it's going to be a, a fairly slow move out of uh, this uh, electricity crisis. And I think load shedding is with us for another five years. It's, we hope it's not going to be as as persistent as it is right now, and it's not at the sort of levels we're seeing it right now, but I think it's it's going to be around. Yeah, sure, certainly. It, 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 I concur. I'm sure many listeners will concur. It's going to be around for a long time. As you've just mentioned, these intermediary measures, for for example, solar and uh, wind, to alleviate the this problem in well as quickly as possible. It's been debated the the wind issue. Is, is can that really contribute much? Um, I did have a discussion with this before from a, a previous guest, and um, it looks as if the only, shall we say, effective area which could uh, contribute to wind uh, power generation would be the coastal areas, given the, the uh, those extreme winds what? we have have there. Or I yeah, stand corrected. Uh, it, it, the coastal areas are certainly better. But uh, ultimately, you could put in a wind farm in Johannesburg if you wanted to. So right. uh, you will still get something out of it. If one looks at where the, the, most of the wind farms are elsewhere in the world, yes, they do try and get uh, to, to the coastal regions, but there's quite a few in areas where you really don't, uh, which would really not be considered as windy, provided these uh, uh, 
wind plants are high enough, uh, you, you okay. are going to pick up some, uh, some air circulation. So I, I know that, for example, Seriti uh, uh, Resources, which are in the coal mine in Pumalanga, mm-hmm. they are, have now decided to build a new wind plant uh, in that area. Right. Uh, so that's on the high field. And uh, you could really build wind farms anywhere. You can build solar farms, yes, you want them in the places where there's most sun. But ultimately, you can really build a solar plant almost anywhere. It's just that you're not going to get as much bang for your buck, if you like. I, I was going to, right. I was actually going to come to yeah. that. Uh, solar, well, obviously dependent on the sun and whatever you, you could have wind any time where, whether the sun is shining or, or not. So, yes. yes. I, I guess uh, well, yeah, it's just going to be a very fine balance uh, to to look at how exactly to fit everything in. Let's just see how things transpire there. We just hope that um, some uh, very effective projects come about which can contribute to the energy crisis in, in that sense, what you've just been saying, Professor. Something else I wanted yes. to run by you, the nuclear yeah. route and debate. What is your take on that approach? I, I, I really don't think it's, it, it's going to get us anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a number of problems with uh, with, with the nuclear. Uh, the one thing is the way this, it, 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 people attempted to introduce it uh, seven years ago right. uh, was a route which doesn't inspire much confidence. It was clearly driven by political motivations. There was this whole state capture element involved in it. I think people don't have much faith in it. But, but if, just apart from that, if we decide that we want to alleviate the electricity uh, crisis with, with nuclear, the quickest we are going to have this plant up and running is roughly in 10 years' time. It just takes a, a very long right, time to build indeed. something. And we, we've seen a similar case with the Kusile and Midupi coal plants. I mean, those really took, uh, it was supposed to take seven, eight years. They took ultimately 15 years mm-hmm. uh, to get built. And it's, it would be similar with a nuclear plant. So it's, it's not a short-term solution. If one does decide to go the nuclear way, we're looking at um, beyond uh, 2032 or so that, uh, right. that the electricity is actually going to become available. Uh, the other problem with nuclear is that it, it is a fairly expensive option and you, okay. you're really tying yourself come to into that. something right. relatively expensive uh, in, uh, for, uh, for quite a long time and we don't know what uh, possibilities there are going to exist in 20, 30 years time mm-hmm. of producing electricity. Uh, right now, solar and wind are the growing technologies, but who knows what else is, is, is on the horizon. Yes. So, and nuclear is already regarded as a bit of a 1970s, 1980s kind of technology. Right. Yes, they are still building some plants, mm-hmm. but um, because of the uh, things like the Chernobyl incidents on, the plants that are being built are being uh, made ever more uh, elaborate in terms of safety, and that just makes them more expensive as, as well, unfortunately. So, uh, in a sense, it's a pity because nuclear would have a lot of ad- ad- advantages. It actually, it's, it's also doesn't emit uh, uh, carbon emissions. So, in that sense, it helps assist with climate change. Uh, but you, you are left, it's not just the construction, it's also what's left over afterwards. If you want to uh, get rid of the nuclear waste and, and, uh, and uh, re- restore the a site to what it was, and we're dealing in, in, in South Africa with a, a site very close to Cape Town, which would normally be prime property. I really don't think anybody would be building houses on the actual site itself for quite a long time. So Indeed, I think right. Kind of stuck as a no-go area as far as uh, of course for uh, for many many years. So. Of, of course, Professor. No, understood. Of course, yeah, there would be concerns in that respect, uh, you know, the safety issues, as you as you've just mentioned. But, Professor, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, we have just about run out of time. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon to just unpack uh, the issues we will be facing.
uh, in trying to source uh, different uh, energy sources going forward, given our the current crisis we're facing in the country right now. Professor Hartmut Winkler, professor at the University of Johannesburg's Department of Physics, Astrophysics, Solar Energy and Energy Supply.